Hello, everyone. You're listening to American Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24/7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated American Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Do you like to meditate? Have you tried to meditate? Have you struggled with meditation? Why don't you visit one of the Brahma Kumaris Meditation Center? Visit brahmakumaris.org. The Meditation Museum in Silver Spring, Maryland offers a variety of courses and activities to make your life go a whole lot smoother. Located at 9525 Georgia Avenue, you will be able to experience the beautiful silence that's in the space. There are courses in Raj Yoga Meditation, Positive Thinking, Stress-Free Living, and Personal Development classes. For more information, call us at 301-588-0144 or visit us online at meditationmuseum.org. Get off the grid and step inside your heart. Sister Jenna guides you through a powerful, encouraging, and motivating meditation that allows you to let go and become aware of you, regain strength, power, and peace. I was 11 years old at my first national championship. I fell I don't know how many times. Michelle Paul is the most decorated figure skater in U.S. history. When I had a dream, my dream came true because I dedicated myself. Dedication made Michelle Kwan a champion. I was passionate about something and I made sure that I worked hard for it. And dedication can make your dreams a reality. Whatever your dream and goals are, they can come true. Dedication. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. God, you 
are the most beautiful miracle to me. Welcome to America Meditating Radio. I'm your host, C. 
Sister Jenna. We're broadcasting from the beautiful Meditation Museum today in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. And we've been having some really special events on Sundays at 11.30. So please go to meditationmuseum.org for more information and share with your friends about the incredible conversations that we actually have here that are helping us so much. I had a beautiful chit-chat with Dr. Fujian Zain, who really offered some tips as to how to move past, you know, all that trauma and stuff that you just didn't like. And so if you want to get it 24-7, download the Pause for Peace app, no? All you got to do is go to Pause for Peace, and you'll see the America Meditating there, and you'll get a variety of meditation videos, a lot of beautiful articles on various topics and issues, and the show, meditation songs and techniques, And we would love for you to just keep trying to feel better about yourself. Just a feeling like God's calling us now to reconnect to His higher intelligence, to a level of divinity and goodness, despite how our stories are turning out. I know some people that it's like hell for them, but they still keep smiling. And there's some people that have it like heaven and they just can't seem to smile. So it shows that there's something inside that's going on. There's something at a soul level. There's something at an emotional level that is happening to us. And sometimes we're just We're just not asking ourselves the right questions or perhaps we're not putting ourselves in the right kind of atmosphere that can help us. Uh, At some point, we sometimes need a hand to help us on the outside. Maybe someone to say, I feel you. I know where you are. I can embrace what you're going through so that you don't feel like the person feels that they're on their own, but that they've got company. And we're here to help each other up when I rise, you rise, and that's the fundamental truth without a doubt. And there are decades, it's been decades. A lot of emphasis has been placed on certain aspects of intelligence, you know, such as logical reasoning, understanding analogies, verbal skills. And researchers have been puzzled by the fact that while maybe an IQ could predict to a significant degree an academic performance of someone to some degree, professional and personal success, there was something missing in the equation. You know, some of those fabulous IQ scores were doing poorly in life. I know this young man who's like a consultant for corporations, and apparently he goes in and shifts and changes those corporations around like you wouldn't believe, but he doesn't even have a place to live. And he still lives at home with his parents and still lives off of everyone. And so there are times that there's just something, something is missing in the soul. You know, that energy of light that's behind your eyes. It's as if they're almost wasting their full potential. Maybe they're thinking too much and behaving in a way that's just counterproductive, perhaps. Maybe just going against the grain of who and what they think they are and... um Emotional intelligence is a huge conversation. There's a groundbreaking book by Daniel Goldman, which um, was based on years of research. Many, many scientists, such as Peter Slovey and John Meyer, many others, to just name a few, various reasons. And thanks to a wide range of abilities, people with very high emotional intelligence tend to be more successful in life than those with a lower EIQ, even if their classical IQ is average. So an emotional intelligence to me is where you're having a very deep relationship with yourself and it's happening to you. You somehow feel comfortable in your skin. Your soul sits comfortably inside of yourself and it is able to articulate one's thoughts and feelings and even 
one's concerns um, very clearly to another person. One of the tenets that I have used in my communication skills with others is to be mindful of the way the other person's going to feel that they're okay and that what I'm about to say won't you know, really ruin the way that they're feeling inside. And how well do I perform? Can I be honest? Maybe 7.5 out of 10. There are just times that I'm on the top of my game and I'm so clear that what I'm about to say might hurt someone's feelings. And I want you to consider this, that whenever you speak in a hateful or a disrespectful way, you're not in a good emotional state, period. So that's going to come across anyway to the other person, If even if your words are right. Even if your words are right, the vibration that comes through those words is what everyone picks up first. It's the most uncanny thing. I've had this ongoing long-term relationship with somebody who, you know, is respected and I think has their, you know, credits of who they are and their commitment to life and to service to humanity. But there's something about every time I'm in front of her presence, I could just sense this sort of a dislike, like, a, and a, she doesn't settle inside of herself when I'm in front of her. And she's smiling. She might be saying something nice to me, but I can see it. And it's it's invisible, but it's present. It's the strangest thing. It's invisible, but it's very, very present. And I can sense just through her whole vibrational feel, something's not right. You know, so this emotional intelligence is really, to me, the key to us really being able to find our own success in life. Stay tuned. We're going to have Dr. Mark Brackett on, and we're going to have a heart-to-heart with Mark. Before we get Mark on, let's relax the mind a little bit from just a minute meditation CD. Take a deep breath, everyone. Relaxing my mind. Taking just a minute, I sit comfortably relaxed, inviting my senses to relax, meeting them as friends, appreciating the work they do. I now choose to give them a break. I imagine closing the motorways of my senses. My thoughts begin to slow down. My mind becomes clear. For a few moments, nothing is moving. My mind is free, resting. I now return with clarity. Mm, Thank you so much, Sister Genti. That was relaxing my mind from her just... A Minute Meditation CD. You're listening to America Meditating Radio, and I'm your host, Sister Jenna. We're broadcasting from the beautiful Meditation Museum in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. Wonderful events and programs are taking place here, and I have to tell you, it's all is for the mind, the heart, and the soul. And there's a saying in India, those who live by the Ganges don't appreciate it as much as those who visit it. And so I'm sure that if you visit it, you will appreciate it versus those who are living it. The American Meditating Radio is proud to welcome Dr. Mark Brackett. Mark is the director of the Yale Center for Emotional Intelligence and professor in the Child Studies Center at Yale. 
His grant-funded research focuses on the role of emotional intelligence in learning, decision-making, relationship quality, well-being, performance, and organizational climate. Mark is the lead developer of RULER, an evidence-based approach to social and emotional learning that has been adopted by over a 1,000 public, chartered, and private schools across the United States and also in other countries, and that even includes Australia, England, Italy, and much more. Mark has published over 100 scholarly articles and is the recipient of numerous awards, including the Joseph E. Zins Award for his research on emotional intelligence in schools, and his research is featured regularly in popular media, including our wonderful New York Times and the beautiful National Public Radio. Mark regularly consults with school systems and companies around the world, including Schwab and Gold Sachs, and today we're proud to welcome Dr. Brackett to the America Meditating Radio. Hi, Doctor. Hello, how are you? Hi, having a day of a um, full agenda today? <laughs> yes, it is, but uh, that's good news, right? Better to be busy than bored. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that completely. I opened up the show about talking about the importance of emotions. And um, I was sharing the story about a young man who is one of the greatest management consultants for corporations, but he doesn't have a place to live. And he's always kind of living off of someone. And, you know, emotions have such a wide definition. You can call someone like emotional who gets really angry very fast, or you can call someone with emotional intelligence as someone who's just intuitively connected. I find the topic of emotional intelligence extremely intriguing. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about it and what it all means? Sure. So in our center, we see emotional intelligence as a set of skills that pertain to our ability to recognize emotions in the face and body and voice, even our own physiology and thought processes to understand where those feelings are coming from and their influences on our thinking and decisions, to having the right words or labeling emotions, to knowing the how and the when to express our emotions, and finally, the underlying skills in regulating emotions. So what are the thoughts and actions that we use to feel more, less, or the same amount of a particular emotion? Mark, I was asking you about your program, Ruler. And it infuses emotional intelligence into the fabric of a school through training for school leaders, educators, staff, students, even families. And has been shown to enhance well-being, academic performance, and the school climate is much better. Uh, In today's time, we're finding that the education system really needs a lot of support and a lot of help. Could you share with our listeners how your program works and how does it lead to improved academic performance? Sure. So emotional intelligence, from our perspective, should not be an add-on to a school. It should be infused into the way leaders lead, teachers teach, students learn, and families' parents. But we also have learned that people need certain tools. So, for example, we have one tool we call the Mood Meter, which is an evidence-based tool to help people build self-awareness through developing a sophisticated emotional vocabulary that helps us think through the emotions we're having more carefully and decide whether or not that feeling is the right one for what we're about to do. So, for example, if I were feeling irritated from an argument that I had at home before I got to work, and I was using the mood meter, I would plot myself saying irritated, but then I would say, is this emotion going to help me run that (laughs) faculty meeting or staff meeting? And the answer would be probably no. 
So then I would say to myself, okay, so what's my goal? My goal is to shift into mid say the green, which is to feel more calm and tranquil and peaceful. Okay, so what's my strategy? So it's that process of helping people identify, right, and then consider the strategy that will best serve them to achieve their goals. Mm. And um, have you been finding that it's really, really effective now? I mean, give me one success story. So, you know, I could think of a zillion success stories, but Mm -hmm. um, different perspectives. Like, so, for example, I have a friend now who is a school principal who uses a ruler. And she recognized that, you know, she was a very high energy, kind of like a, she was a former coach. So she'd run into meetings like, go team, go team. And what she didn't realize is that she was overwhelming her staff, you know, with that energy (laughs) every single time. So like one of her strategies was to use some self-talk to just remind herself that not everybody wants to be energized in every meeting. So she needed to learn calming down strategies to be more present with her faculty to not overwhelm some of the introverts like myself. Oh, come on. You need people who can keep inspiring you like that. Come on, team. I need to do that with my team every day because we're (laughs) meditators. So everybody gets so zen. I'm like, come on. We've got to get going here. You've done your zen bit. I mean, really, is that overwhelming for people? Well, no, you're the opposite, right? So you need to to do the reverse because everybody's like, all right, get off the cushion. We have to have a real meeting here. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Good. I don't feel so bad now. So that would be a different strategy. That would be like, and I'm like that because I'm very calm, content, tranquil. I like to go to coffee shops and think about life. But, you know, if you're giving a keynote presentation at a conference and you're, you're talking like this all day long, you know, people are going to fall into a, you know, a state of oblivion. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's really being aware of what emotion you're feeling, what emotion is ideal for the situation you're in, and kind of your pathway for getting there. Right. How hopeful should I be with, you know, we do have a new Secretary of Education, and I know that there were a lot of questions about her abilities, Betsy DeVos or Mm -hmm. DeVoe, and do you foresee a time when emotional intelligence will actually become incorporated into the curriculum of every school? You know, I am an optimist in this area, so I have to say yes, mostly because so many schools are reaching out to us for training and support. And also there are larger national initiatives that are supporting this work. So I'm a scientist that is part of a national commission called the National Commission for the Social, Emotional, and Academic Development of Children. And it's a group of policymakers and government officials and researchers and practitioners who are working together to help support the implementation of social and emotional learning into our schools from different perspectives of policy, research, and practices. So mm. that's super exciting. Mm-hmm. And I feel quite optimistic that, that we're going to have an impact. I'm glad to hear that. I think that's so important. I mean, over the last few years, you've been working with Facebook to develop tools that could help adults and children, you know, develop emotional intelligence and maybe even, you know, take care of certain issues that are going on with each other online. Could you tell us a little bit about that work and and the impact that it has had? Sure. So a number of years ago, um, people at Facebook reached out to us to ask us, you know, what could we do to support the teaching of emotional intelligence for adolescents and young adults in particular who are having difficult 
um, situations. So, for example, someone posted a picture that made them feel uncomfortable or said something mean or hurtful. And what we did was we built a reporting system to help students just have a better experience. So, for example, you said something that was mean or hurtful to me, I would be able to go through a process of identifying the problem, uh, identifying the feeling that I had about the situation, and then given what the situation is and the feeling, we created support systems for you. So one would be, for example, a pre-populated message to send back to the person and say, hey, you know, that made me feel uncomfortable. Would you please take it down, meaning the picture or the post? Or it would say something like, you know what? this seems like really problematic. You should get off Facebook now and go speak to an adult to get the support you need. So it really took into consideration the child's experience and their emotions to help drive how we supported them. That's very good to hear. It's so optimistic. I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing, Mark. It's amazing. Ruler program, how can can interested schools get more involved with the Ruler program? So it's really easy. They just go to our website, which is ruler, R-U-L-E-R, dot yale dot edu and we offer uh, institutes at yale for smaller schools and for larger districts we send a team out to work with schools mm-hmm. and i think i would like to suggest that everyone goes to the twitter account also which is uh, ruler approach which seems to be updating a lot of individuals and how best to get engaged i like the one that you had two hours ago educators help us understand how you're feeling at work so you give them a survey <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. We have a whole research initiative at our center called the Emotion Revolution, which uh, we did a couple of years ago, understanding high school students. And this year we're doing the study with educators. So our goal is to um, get thousands of educators to join the revolution by telling us how they feel in school and how they hope to feel. So that survey uh, is being launched this week, actually. Those who are interested actually can just email us at emotionrevolution at yell.edu. I'm so glad to hear that. Mark, thank you for the work you're doing in education. You know, I know that many parents are feeling very concerned about the future of their children and opportunities. And I guess if you've got a good emotional state, opportunities will find you, right? Exactly. Mm. Mark Brackett, thank you for being with us on the air and all the very best. Keep us updated on how the Ruler program is going. I'd love to be able to share more about it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. So there's hope. I love the fact that he said, you know, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. And I guess that's what we have to be. You know, if you're in the same plane with the pilot that you want, the pilot you want, to go down. You're not going to really do well. So at the end of the day, if we don't keep and maintain a positive attitude about the unfolding of everything around us, it's going to be a wonderful ride. Thank you so much for joining us on America Meditating Radio. Please visit our YouTube site. We're upgrading that and making the shows a little bit more simpler and beautiful. So go to our America Meditate YouTube. Well, you can go to americameditating.org website and there you can click on our YouTube link, Twitter, and Facebook. And I want to talk with you. I want to be engaged with you. I would love for there to be a good emotional exchange between us as to how life unfolds. Because sometimes we get into a little inner place that is like yuck. I call it my yuck place, yucky place. But with friends and community and conversations, I believe that we can definitely see it through. 
Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we are here to love each other the same. So let's do that. And here's Rise by Eve of Eden. 